Welcome, everybody. Welcome to this brand new season of Brownsville Tech Live. It is season number two, and it is our first episode. And as always, we are here to bring you the latest in tech. And this week has been an exciting week. It has been the week where the Consumer Electronics Show that started back in 1980 was held in Las Vegas. And each year, the manufacturers come out with the latest and greatest in tech, as well as other types of electronics and automotive this year. So um, it was a pretty exciting uh, week this week. A lot of the manufacturers came out with some pretty neat products. And uh, we're going to go through some of the highlights of CES and show you what's in store for you this year. Unfortunately, tonight it's just going to be me and only me. Uh, both of my co-hosts were unavailable for our first episode, but we ho hope to have them back uh, in the next couple of shows so let's go ahead and get started, everybody. I hope everybody is having a great new year. And uh, once again, uh, let's tune in to what happened at CES in Las Vegas this week. So we're going to go ahead and flip over to our virtual theater here. All righty. As I mentioned, the Consumer Electronics Show started back in 1980. Originally, it was dominated primarily by computer and video game manufacturers, but it has expanded over the year uh, to include, uh, you know, other types of electronics as well as, you know, uh, appliances and automotive uh, vehicles as well. So one of the very first uh, announcements was by uh, Alienware. And Alienware released a brand new set of laptops. These laptops are the thinnest and the lightest laptops that Alienware has ever introduced. They're actually introducing four laptops. It includes the Alienware X14 which is the thinnest 14-inch laptop, gaming laptop, that is, in the world. It features a, 26, a 2560 by 1600 pixel display, and it has a 165 hertz refresh rate. It's going to retail for about $1,700, uh, $1, and it will be available in the winter. A bigger version, the X16, will start at $3,000. These laptops are laptops for hardcore gamers, but gamers that want to have a slicker and a thinner laptop. So this would be a great uh, laptop for anyone who is looking to do gaming, but you don't want to carry a big 17 inch lug around so uh that this is going to be some exciting uh news here from alienware 
And of course, the other big news is a laptop that's a 3D laptop. And we're talking a laptop that doesn't require 3D glasses. The laptop is produced by Asus. Uh, Asus is a laptop company. They're a motherboard manufacturer company. And basically, they are introducing a glass-free 3D laptop. It features an OLED screen that produces a 3D experience, much like, uh, well, you know, a 3D experience with glasses. So uh, Asus has released or is going to release this 3D laptop. Surprise, surprise, it wasn't so far soon when an actual watch manufacturer was going to come out with a smartwatch. And, you know, you've heard, you know, Apple's got their iWatches, and of course, you know, Fossil's got smartwatches, Google's got their own watch, there's a couple of other Android manufacturers, but it's one of the very first times than an actual watch manufacturer who's been around for a long time producing mechanical watches actually introduces a smartwatch. And what, what separates this watch from every other watch is that, that it does the same thing that some of the other watches do. It checks your heart rate. It you know, uh, tracks how much miles you uh, walk. But what separates this watch from any other watch, including the Apple Ultra watch, is that it actually measures your fatigueness. That is, it detects when you are fatigued. Um, it also detects how alert you are. So if you're falling asleep, it detects that. That is a feature that is not available on the Apple Watch. It is not available on the Google Watch. Uh, these are two key features that measure fatigue and it measures alertness. So this is a pretty cool watch uh, and it's produced by Citizen, which has been around for a long time. They are a watchmaker. So um, that is some pretty cool features that I think, um, especially, you know, for those of us that want to measure how tired we are, uh, we can do that now with uh, this smartwatch. And look at it. It's a, looks like a real watch. You know, these other smartwatches, they don't, look like watches they're just computers sitting on a wrist but this one actually uh looks like a watch and feels like a watch which i think is the future you know people don't want just a watch that looks like a little display just an extension of your phone you want it to have style and you want it to look good with what you're wearing you know and that's one of the things i think that we've lost in this smartwatch era is that we gave up looks for the sake of convenience because not every apple watch or google watch 
uh, or Android watch uh, looks good with what you're wearing. You know, it's like going to a party with a nice dress and there you stick out your arm and there's the Apple watch. It looks, uh, it looks bad. It doesn't look good. So I think what these watch manufacturers need to do is to focus on style. You know, besides all the features and functionalities that a watch or that we expect a smartwatch to have, there has to be style. It has to match. It's kind of like wearing shoes, maybe wearing underwear for, <laughs> I mean, who knows? But I think we've gotten away from style uh, in lieu of convenience. And, you know, Citizen making this attempt to enter the smartwatch business is probably the right thing to do. So, um, so Citizen has a smartwatch now. And of course, Dell uh, has upgraded their G-Series gaming laptops. These laptops are basically budget-friendly laptops. You know, you can get some pretty expensive laptops out there. And, you know, the laptops can be pretty expensive, especially if you're looking at it, something like Alienware. You know, you're going to retail, like I mentioned earlier, you know, $1,700 up to $3,000. So it's something that I think, uh, you know, this upgrade that Dell is doing is uh, a good thing for those people that wanted to get into gaming but have a portable machine to do that. So what they've done is they've revamped their G15 and G16 gaming laptops. They've loaded up the laptops with the latest Intel, AMD, and NVIDIA chips. Um, they're a little chunky, they're angular, but the prices for the new G15 and G16 will start around $849 for the 15-incher and $1,400 for the 16-incher. Uh, the laptops are, are expected to ship, uh, in the next few months, so... You'll have to wait a little while before you can get your hands on one of these. So, But that's a good deal. That's a good thing that Dell is doing is they're providing a budget-friendly gaming laptop that, uh, you know, is affordable to anybody wanting to get into gaming. And by the way, tonight we've got our comments uh, feature back on. I had turned it off due to a few hacks, but... Uh, We've decided to turn it on. We're just not going to fear these clowns that want to come on and post stuff. Um, they're not going to disrupt the show just because. So we've turned it on. So bring it on, folks, if you guys want to throw stuff out there. So, all right, let's look at the next item that came out at CES. And this is a... Dell Nix controller. And basically, Dell is coming out with a gaming controller. And let me get some information on this. I just saw it. There it is. It's called Dell's Concept Nix Gaming Controller. And it kind of looks like an Xbox controller, but it's more than that. 
basically, the idea behind this controller is to bridge the gap between a gamepad and a keyboard. PC gamers are able to use hot setup keys to have dozens of inputs, uh, far more typical than your typical gamepad. Uh, so this is going to be kind of interesting to watch to see how it takes off. So this is a controller called Nix, and it's going to be released by Dell. Alrighty, well it wasn't just all about electronics, but the first flying car was featured at CES. And you're wondering, well what's a flying car? Well it's exactly what they say it is. It's basically a flying car. And it's for real this time. You know, people have been dreaming about flying cars since the 60s when the Jetsons came out. But this time there's a company called Aska which has revealed that they are coming out with an actual flying car. And as you can see, there it is on the screen. Now, for those of you that want to go out and get one, well, you'll have to dish out about $789,000 for it. And they are still waiting for approval from the FAA. That's the Federal Aviation Administration. So they hope to have FAA uh, approval within the next month or so. And ASCA is going to start by introducing an actual rideshare service in 2026 using these flying cars. So uh, for those of you that want to hop on like the Jetsons, you'll be able to do that now uh, via this flying car. So that's pretty cool, you know. We'll get to be like George Jetson. <laughs> All right, let's see what else came out. Well, it wouldn't be CES without Intel, and Intel has actually released a new set of processors, and these are 13th generation core processors. And basically, um, they are a new generation of Intel CPUs with them Unison, which lets iPhone and Android devices send messages, text messages from your PC, as well as Thunderbolt 4. Um, so it's going to support 4K external displays. Uh, and basically, AMD wasn't left behind, they are going to release new Ryzen 7 uh, processors this coming year. Um, so these new AMD chips will allow you to make Avatar 2 quality visual effects. So these are going to be some pretty cool processors coming out both from Intel and AMD. So uh, that's going to be kind of interesting to see as the year rolls out with these 13 generation chips. And of course, uh, it wouldn't be CES without some new 
uh, technology from Lenovo. And what you have in front of you, folks, is the Lenovo Yoga Book 9i. It features two screens and multiple configuration options options you can stack them vertically side by side it comes with a bluetooth t bluetooth keyboard it allows you to turn one screen a certain way the other screen another way it comes with a stand an active and an active pen so that's pretty cool so that is the lenovo yoga book 9i. And of course, TVs are a big, big thing. And uh, I believe this TV is, let me see who this one's from. Give me a second. There it is. This TV is basically the world's largest OLED TV. It is manufactured by LG. It is a 97-inch model, but this TV is totally wireless. And what I mean by wireless, there are no HDMI ports. The only wire is the electrical wire. So now you've got a TV where you, you'll be able to connect your latest and greatest devices completely wireless. So that is a big thing. No more messing with HDMI cables, video, other types of video cables, or audio cables. Other than the power, this is the TV that puts all others to shame. So once again, this is a 97-inch model that was announced at CES this week. Alrighty, and let's see who this one is. Give me one second while I get to the to the screen here that shows me the picture on my end. Let's see here. This is a laptop also from LG. Now, what makes this laptop cool, and by the way, it's the Gram-style keyboard. What it features is a hidden touchpad. It only presents itself when you touch the palm rest. Otherwise, it stealthily hides itself. It basically lights up when you touch it, and it lights down when you don't. So that's kind of neat that uh, LG has come out with this invisible laptop that has a hidden touchpad. And guess what? NVIDIA is coming to a car near you. And for those that are trying to understand what that means, basically, NVIDIA Gaming is coming to a vehicle near you. You'll be able to play video games, cloud gaming that is, now in your car. So NVIDIA basically is powering a GE Force 4080 GPU. And basically it's going to have uh, refresh rates of up to 240 hertz. 
and you'll be able to play video games in your car. If your car has a screen on its dash, you can play while the car is in park. If there are screens behind the driver or the passenger seats, those you will also be uh, able to play. For right now, that this NVIDIA feature will only be available for Hyundai. So anybody shopping for a Hyundai, you'll be able to play games in your car via NVIDIA. Alrighty, and the next thing is a controller. This controller basically, I believe, is by Dell. It's called, I believe it's, no, 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 no. Actually, no, sorry, I was wrong. This controller is a hot new controller that's about to be released. It's called Razor's Edge. And basically, Razor's Edge, let me get to it. I thought I saw it here. I'm trying to get to the, that screen here, and I can't seem to find it. Let me get you some information on that new gaming controller. It's it's kind of like a like a switch. Let's see here. I just ran across it. Yeah, it's called Razor's Edge, and it's a convertible gaming tablet. And since then, the gaming cab, well, it was introduced a while back, but the Edge is an Android tablet with a snap-on gaming controller and a 2400 by 1080 pixel resolution display that runs up to 144 hertz. Uh, Razer is said to be the best way to try Xbox cloud gaming or play games via Streamlink. You can also store up to 128 gigabytes of games on the storage, or you can bump it up to two terabytes via micro SD slot. This gaming controller will retail for about $400. But once again, the difference between this and the Switch is that this is you'll be able to play Xbox Cloud games and anything from Steam. So that's the difference between this and some of those other devices that are pretty popular today. Alrighty, and Roku is manufacturing their own TVs. Now you're saying, wait a minute, but we can get Roku TVs out there today. Yes, you can, but they're manufactured by somebody else. Typically it's TCL. Uh, or Hisense, or some other or some other manuf TV manufacturer that has incorporated Roku's operating system and some functionality within their TVs. So that's a way to avoid having to come up with their own interface. But now Roku has decided that they're going to join and build their own TVs. So these are coming out this coming year. Uh, so watch out for these. They're going to come in direct competition with some of the Roku TV devices out there today. Alrighty, and I believe that this one, let's see, I believe is a foldable. Let me see who released this one. 
Give me a second here. We'll get to that screen. Is it that one? Yes, it is. Samsung. Samsung is coming out with their Flex Hybrid mobile device. And you can fold it like a Galaxy Fold, but it extends itself to the right and to the left. It's basically going to be OLED capable. And so they're coming up with a foldable display. And monitors are a big thing. And like always, bigger is better. And who can, who wouldn't want to have a nice, large, curved monitor? And of course, uh, you know, the Sony is the one that is releasing this Odyssey Neo G9 curved monitor. So uh, that's going to be a big, big, big player here. And then, of course, projectors. Somebody said, do those still exist? Of course they do. Yes, projectors are still big. And I believe that this one is released by... Give me a second here. Give me a second. Samsung. It's an 8K projector. It basically is the largest out there, 150 inches. It comes with built-in speakers and Dolby Atmos, uh, so you have enough surround sound. But it is an 8K projector, 150 inches in total. And... Uh, there are people out there that have special needs and disabilities and they may be interested in gaming but you know the current controllers that are available for um you know your your gaming systems are not very accessible friendly that is they don't cater to those people with special disabilities or needs and so Sony has unveiled a project called Project Leonardo. It's basically a new gaming controller kit designed to be customized for people with special disabilities. Uh, the kit will allow players with disabilities to play more easy, more comfortably, and for longer uh, periods of time. They haven't announced when they're going to release this exactly yet, but uh, this is going to a, be a big plus for those gamers who have special needs and disabilities. So that is something that's kudos to Sony for thinking about those individuals that would like the game but are not able to with the current controllers. So that's a very, very, very good deal. And who could ever imagine that Sony would be releasing their own electric vehicle? They beat Apple to the punch. 
So Sony is about to release an electric vehicle under their name, under their brand. Let me see if I can get some additional specs on that vehicle for anybody rushing out to get one here. Yeah, basically, um, there's not really a whole lot about it, but uh, apparently it's going to be released in 2026, so two years from now. So basically, Sony ended up uh, partnering with Honda on this vehicle, electric vehicle. It's going to be called Afila. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see here in 2026 as Sony releases their first EV. And for those of you that are exercising and you're using your phone kind of like a, like a, a, what, what's the name of that brand? Petalon? Yeah. Well, basically, if you can't afford a, 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 a Petalon, you can buy one of these treadmills that you can hook up your phone. And while you're pedaling, you'll be charging the phone. So that's kind of be something kind of neat, but kind of cheesy at the same time. So that was kind of interesting. You know, sometimes there's some cheesy products that are released during CES. And I think this is one of them. <laughs> All right. And of course, gaming monitors. I believe that this is a gaming monitor by Alienware. Let me just double check on that. Let's see here. Gamingware. Oh, by the way, that Samsung, it, it was not Sony, but Samsung that released that Odyssey Neo G9. Uh, that one is a 57-inch monitor. It's got a 7,680 by 2160 pixel resolution, and uh, it's a 240 refresh rate. But the only mon the only graphics card that you're going to be able to take advantage of this big ass monitor is if you have a GeForce RTX 4090. So I just wanted to mention that. Alienware, which is what you see on the screen, has come out come out, um, out with a 25-inch monitor. It's a gaming monitor. It has a 500 hertz refresh rate when overclocked. Normally, it runs at 480 hertz. The monitor is IPS, and a price hasn't been announced. It's going to ship in China first, and then followed by the U.S. in March. And that's it, folks. That is some of the products that were released or that were announced, better yet, at CES. These are not all the products that were announced. It's kind of hard to kind of have a lot of products to show you all. But these are the things that kind of caught my attention with regards to some of the latest product announcements from CES. As always, you can go to the CES website and you may be able to catch, you know, maybe some pre-recorded 
uh, podcasts or announcements to get a better feel for what other products were out there and were released. But the Consumer Electronics Show, like I said, has been around since 1980. And uh, it's kind of exciting because this is where most of the product announcements are made. Uh, other than, you know, the releases that you normally see from Microsoft and Apple and Google throughout the year. This basically includes, includes everyone, everyone but Apple and I believe Microsoft. They don't want to play at CES. So, But anyway, folks, this was our show. Like I said, it's Season 2, Episode 1. Uh, we're going to have more shows here every week. And we hope that you all tune in to uh, those shows. And once again, we appreciate your time uh, that you've taken to, you know, watch what we're doing. We're still going to be doing a lot of SpaceX coverage. So you'll be seeing some intermittent podcasts in between on a week to week, week to week basis, depending on, you know, launch schedules and so forth. As always, we are South Texas's premier podcast, and we are broadcasting across six major social media platforms. We are the only local podcast in South Texas that has the reach and the broadcast uh, coverage uh, around. So none of that would have been possible without your support. And uh, we hope to see you on the next uh, episode. Uh, have a good evening and have a good night. And a great weekend. Thank you for watching, everyone.